Okay, here we go. The Ben and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio the dial. Ben and Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> and wait till you see them go, go, go with the great big show. Until Mother's scandalous secret blows the lid off the whole swinging affair. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. What is that beach beach blanket bingo or something? I, I don't know. Is some old soundtrack from yep. some old movie? Yep. Uh, <laughs> might have been a commercial. This is Planet Mikey for Monday, October twenty fifth. The podcast that is dedicated to truth, as we see it, justice as we think it should be, and the American way, which would be as in, if you make more money than me, GFY. Good for you. Did you know GFY stands for good for you? That's right. I thought. You that know, was my first thought, yes. Listen, Americans, if you keep your nose clean and you respect your fellow Americans, GFY. Good for you. There you go. If you believe violent felons belong in prison, GFY. Good for you. However, if you think we should be a country with open borders, no cash bail, government waste, socialist policies, GFY, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Or as Reggie Lewis once said, Hey, you can do Reggie's laugh. Let's hear it. No one does Reggie's laugh like me. Go ahead. Uh, That's how Reggie Lewis used to laugh. And I made him laugh a lot. Sadly, he passed away, and God love him. I hope he's in heaven. Do you think uh, Reggie was laughing with you? or (laughs) Both. Yeah, he's a great... i got to say, Reggie Lewis, one of the nicest people I've ever met in the history of this earth. Everybody says that about him. Great guy. Terrible golfer, by the way. (laughs) Awful. But one of the best people. Along with Captain Bill Smith. Groovy. First mate, Ben Kitchen. Thanks. I'm podcast pirate Long Johnson Silver. That was rated R. Here we go. Here we go. I tell you what, you stand back, matey. I give it to you right in the poop deck. You look more like the anchor. Sponsored by Leonard. (laughs) Sponsored by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, Dr. Matthew Lepresti and Dr. Robert Leonard. The best. Permanent hair restoration. Call 1-800-GET-HAIR or go to HairDR.com. If you see my picture there, I look the same now. Also sponsored by my grandma's coffee cake, which is the... See, we only go with the best, you know? Yes. My grandma's coffee cake is undeniably, no one's ever argued this point with me, the best coffee cake on the planet Earth. They had a big display of my grandma coffee cakes at Sudbury Farms last week. It's so good. Yep. By the way, I sent a blueberry cake to Dino. He just arrived back in Florida. And uh, we had a cake waiting for him. I, I, I called uh, uh, my grandma's coffee cake, 1-800-GET-HAIR. Oh, wait. <laughs> 1-800-8-GRANDMA. And I said, I need a cake sent to Dino John Dennis down in Florida. They said, you got it. Bang. It's there. Just like that. He wanted blueberry. And that's a great flavor of, of their, you know, Granny Smith apple. They've got the cinnamon walnut. They're with or without nuts. And uh, I also said one to um, my buddy Pete Ware, uh, his dad in Manchester, Connecticut, my hometown. Where? 97 years old. Fred Ware. 
And I sent him one last year. He was delighted because, you know, they're good cakes. I mean, it's like everybody loves getting them. You can't stop eating once you start. But Fred's 97, and Pete told me, Pete's his son, my age. He says, I went over to help him mow his lawn. He already, he'd already mowed it. <laughs> oh, He's 97. The guy's amazing. Oh. All on his own. He's a you know, completely independent guy. And uh, he got Doesn't a cake, He doesn't even too. need teeth to eat the cake. <laughs> he, he has them, though. He has teeth. Uh, he got the cake for happy 97th birthday to Fred Ware. I know he doesn't listen to this, so he won't you know, be slightly slightly embarrassed by me bringing his name up on a podcast uh, from my hometown. of. By the way, you know what today is? What's today? It's the 36th anniversary of Bill Buckner's error in Game 6 oh. in the World Series against the New York Mets. Now, I've told my Buckner story about the autographed ball, you know, that he signed last ball... He, that he ever signed before the error was the one for my son, Scott. That's a long story. I'm not going to go in. I don't, I don't like to repeat. Did I tell you guys? I don't like, I don't like to repeat or, or, or say the same thing again. There may be people who've never heard that story because that's a good one. And I don't like to be redundant and say things I've already said, you know, again, twice. If it goes too long, Ben and I will put the kibosh on it. But here's another story from that. First of all, the, after game six, when they lost that awful, awful game, they were rained out the next day, and then we, we all flew back. I flew, I flew out of there. I had to get out of there. Flew back to New York for Game 7 because I was working for it, you know, working uh, for Channel 3 and covering it. I get to the ballpark. The first thing I see. Wait, hold on. You flew out of New York to where? To Hartford to go back home after Game 6 because I knew it was going to be rained out the you next flew day. flew from New York to Hartford? Yeah. yeah. It's an like eight-minute flight. How long is it that? It was about 30 minutes. All right, good. Yeah. I wanted some home cooking. Hey, so I I, uh, I go back for Game Seven, right? Outside the ballpark, I see a guy with a banner that says "1918 was a fluke," <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Those fucking Met fans, they're he's so right, but it hurts so bad." I said, "That's so funny, but I can't really laugh because it hurts." But here's the killer: Ray Knight scored the run on that error. You know, Ray Knight's the guy who came in and scored the run. So I didn't like Ray Knight automatically. <laughs> so now I'm playing in a charity softball game against the ESPN crew. And Ray Knight is a member of the crew doing baseball commentary. This is in the 80s. and or late, Later 80s, early 90s. And uh, Ray Knight is playing on the uh, ESPN tr- against us, Channel 3, for charity. So he comes over to our bench. He goes, anybody got a glove I can use? And I said, yeah, well, I had my favorite glove. I don't know if I told you this. Mike Schmidt. Franklin. Pro model, broken in perfectly. I caught everything with that glove. Softballs, baseballs. It was my best glove of my entire life. I said, here's, here's, one, here's one you can use, Ray. You know, I said, I got this for $20 in a used glove box. He says, I'll give you 50 for it right now. And he takes it and uses it. The whole game's over. Everybody's congratulating each other, walking off the field. And I see Ray Knight throw my glove in the back seat of his car and get into his car and drive away with the greatest glove I ever had in my life. That son of a bitch. Where is he today? I don't know, but I hope he's got hemorrhoids and lots of pain. Bleeding ulcers. You know, zits. My favorite part about that story is you went on that little rant before that story about how you don't like repeating yourself or retelling stories. You've told us that story like three times. That's what I'm saying. I hate to, re- you know, did I tell you guys? I don't like to repeat myself. That was a great story, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ray Knight. Have I told you the stolen glove story three times? Well, Ray Knight, here's a, here's Twice, a headline from the Albany Herald for you. Ray Knight arrested on assault battery charges. There you go. Was Son of a did bitch. Have, did he have your glove? From 2017. <laughs> Damn. Good. He sucks. And Nancy Lopez sucks. Oh. Uh, Ray Knight, a 4 a.m. fight where he beat a man using a Mike Schmidt baseball glove. <laughs> <laughs> See? Best glove I ever had. And now I don't have that protection. Um, on a baseball note... Yes. Uh, I, sp- I I talked about Ray Knight for a second, and I don't like him, but one guy that I really like, he's like one of my all-time favorite b- baseball players, no question, is Nolan Ryan. I consider him to be the greatest right-hander ever pitching uh, a ball. You thought Nolan Ryan might have been the mystery guest last week. That would have been great. Noli, is that you? No. Yeah, well, I missed out on meeting Nolan. First of all, he's like my hero, okay? And he deserves to be everybody's hero. He's tremendous. And there's a new... Netflix special called Facing Nolan, which I'm I'm going to uh, ad- admonish. I know I'm going to. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, but direct you guys to uh, watch both. Both of you watch it by next week. You're going to encourage us. I'm going to demand that okay. you. <laughs> so it's just like homework. No, right. is this is Fine. really great. You're going to love that I did this. Stuff. So we're going to watch this uh, documentary about Nolan Ryan. Facing Nolan. Yep. And it's beautiful. And if you ever had any question about Nolan Ryan and how great he was, you're going to love this thing a lot. First of all, did you know that Nolan Ryan, first of all, no man had ever gone past 4,000 uh, strikeouts except Walter Johnson. And Nolan Ryan went to 5,000, but not 5,000, 5,700 major league strikeouts. Wow. Yeah, he was the, the the greatest. He also broke Sandy Koufax's record for most strikeouts in one season by one pitcher. Koufax had 382. Nolan, on the last day of the season, struck out 10 guys to get to 383 and beat his all-time record for strikeouts in one season. Now, think about 383 strikeouts That's in insane. one season. That's ridiculous. If you start 38 games, you're averaging 10 a game? That's That's unheard of. So this Nolan Ryan special's on, and I absolutely love it, and I'm heavily involved in it. Are, and, you, are uh, you actually in it? I'm al- no, but I'm almost done watching it, and uh, so far it's been great. Ricky Henderson was his 5,000th strikeout, mm-hmm. and they asked Ricky after the game. He said, they said, Ricky, Nolan, you're his 5,000th strikeout. Wow. And Ricky looks at the camera, and he goes, if he ain't struck you out, you ain't nobody. <laughs> Which was exactly right. It was a very, very good answer. Um, and I caught up with Jeff Torborg in the... Uh, now, he, Torborg is interesting because he caught not only Koufax's perfect game as a young rookie, but he caught, like, Nolan Ryan's last no-hitter or something, you know, or one of his uh, later no-hitters. Uh, well, he caught, he caught... Nolan Ryan had three no-hitters in 16 months, which is outrageous. And Torborg caught one of them. So when, when I saw Torborg uh, at, the, at, the, uh, at the Fenway Park elevator, I go, hey, Jeff Torborg, you, you caught Kofax, one of Kofax's no-hitters. He stops, looks me in the eye, pokes my chest. He goes, perfect game. <laughs> and don't you forget it. He's smiling. You know. So I never forgot Jeff Torborg. But to think that he caught, you know, uh, Nolan Ryan. Nolan had seven no-hitters. At the time, he broke Kofax's record of four no-hitters. Uh, there was only two or three guys that had had three in the history of baseball, and and uh, Nolan had three no hitters in 16 months when he was with the California Angels. Now, in this documentary, is there something that really stood out to you that you never knew before? Well, a lot, yeah. That 1973 that he didn't win the Cy Young Award, and Jim Palmer did. All Nolan Ryan did was win 20 games, 
throw two no-hitters, you know, strike out 383 guys in one season. That's all he did. And he didn't get the Cy Young? They gave it to Jim Palmer? Why? Because he looks good in his underpants? (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. But I, 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 next week we can talk more about it if you guys both promise. Right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. You promise you'll watch it. How do you know Jim Palmer looks good in his underpants? Well, he did the commercials in the under, underpants. I don't remember those. Jim Palmer in the underwear. Oh, is. wait a minute. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it was jockey briefs or whatever they were. Cobwebs fall yeah. away. No, he, they, had, they took the cobwebs off before he posed for I the, mean, the crazy no. thing. Nolan Ryan <laughs> threw 301 strikeouts at the age of 42. Right. That's insane. Well, and, and how about how – about, uh, Two or three no hitters in his forties. I mean, you know, what's that? Anyway, so please watch that and please get back to me on that next week, and we'll talk about it. Uh, and your homework assignment will be to answer all my facing questions. Facing Nolan, okay. Yeah, facing Nolan. Nolan facing Nolan. Right. Um, Boy, you're pushy. You know, he had seven. <laughs> he had seven no hitters, but he was also tied for the most one hitters with Bob Feller with twelve. So he missed twelve more no hitters by one hit. So that, he's the greatest ever. Okay. Now, do you know this uh, guy, Nolan Ryan? No. I had a chance to meet him at NECN. I was the sports director at New England Cable News, where the news you need is on right now. Uh, And Dr. Jim Rippey wrote a book about heart attacks, and Nolan Ryan, you know, uh, wrote the foreword to it or whatever. He was a heart doctor. That's good. And Nolan... That's Nolan now. That might be news about the earthquake in California. It's It's Rick Middleton. Rick. Nifty. Nifty. 50. Say hi. Hey, Nifty, we're doing the podcast right now. How you doing? How are you? Uh, we're good, man. It's me and Smitty and uh, Ben Kitchen. And, uh, you know, it's funny that you call the during the uh, the illustrious podcast. But, uh, uh, sorry. No, don't we be can... sorry, man. We want to get you on the show here some one of these days. Yeah, we, yeah, we can do it another day. Absolutely. I'm, all right. I'm going to give you a call tomorrow. Nifty is the greatest, by the way. And uh, I, I can't wait to talk. I'll, I'll give you a buzz tomorrow, bud. Everything's good. I'll see you, Rick. All right. See you. Bye. Rick Middleton, everybody. You know what's nice about him? I have a friend who lives up in uh, up in Vermont, and uh, there's a whole lot of broken family crap going on. So the grandfather took his son and taught him all about hockey. The kid wanted to be a hockey player. Stayed by his side. <clears throat> and today the kid is like, he's a huge, he's a giant of a kid, and he's a great goalie. But grandpa stayed with him all this time to bring him up in, in, a, in a right way. And I came across Rick Middleton one day. And he was talking about the old-timers game. So I mentioned it to this guy, my friend. He said, my son would love to go to that. And I would love He's a huge Bruins fan. Yeah. And Nifty went way out of his way. Got tickets and met him, gave him autographs, gave him a shirt. Yeah. Oh, he's stuff. one of the best people. It was a really nice thing to do. Yeah, everybody loves Nifty. He's a great guy. And I'm gonna, we got to get him on the podcast for sure because he's got stories. Yeah. Lots and lots of stories. So just to finish my, my story, it was uh, – he came to NECN to promote this book, Nolan Ryan. I, but I was in Connecticut, and he came in the morning and did the like the afternoon news or something like that. And I came back and I said, "Wait a minute, Nolan Ryan was here, <laughs> and I no one told the sports director that he was going to be here. I would have come here at nine a.m. if I knew he was going to be here. At, you know, it's Nolan Ryan. It's like my hero. Are you kidding me? And no one told me, and I was so pissed at everybody. How can you not tell the sports director? That Nolan Ryan's coming to town and uh, for an interview. Was it a baseball interview or something it to do with the book? Would have been if I got a hold of him. Well, yeah, you know. But I bet they didn't even think about baseball. No, they, they just thought they, about they the book. They don't think about sports at yeah. NECN. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so that's that. 
That's all I got on that. But uh, it just, I, I wanted to mention the 36th anniversary of the Bill Buckner era, which is a day, a day that will live in infamy. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever done any studies on uh, birthdays, uh, astrological signs of famous people, things like that. No, that's not typically in my wheelhouse. Yes, yeah, no, here. no, no. Just you know, the Barbie dolls are pretty much all you know. I just know <laughs> all three of us, I believe, share the same sign. Do we not? Pisces. Yeah. Oh, we, we shut it at the same Holy time. Holy shit! It's crazy on a mountain. <laughs> so, here's what I did. I studied. October is a, is a baseball month. You know, the boys of uh, October are the boys that, you know, win the World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting study. On all the famous baseball players born in the month of October. Are you ready? Sure. October 1st, Rod Carew, Mark McGuire, Xander Bogarts. Okay. Not bad. One Hall of Famer, two All-Stars? Yep. And one future uh, Hall of Famer. Yep. Probably. Number uh, October 2nd, Maury Wills broke the all-time record for stolen bases in 62. Earl Wilson, first black Red, uh, Red Sox pitcher. First American League pitcher, uh, uh, African-American to uh, pitch a no-hitter. And how about this guy? Tell me if you can give me his nickname. Eddie Guardado. Oh, uh, El Guapo? No. Nope. No, that was, um, what's, who was it? It was the fat guy on the press. <laughs> yeah, the- Guido. What was Eddie Guardado? Eddie Guardado's nickname. It was fabulous. Everyday Eddie. Oh, he pitched, oh, that's right, he that's pitched right, like that's 80 right. games a year out of the bullpen. Who's that? Why, why can't Rich Garces? Rich Carson State was El Guapo. All right, so uh, October 3rd, Dennis Eckersley and Dave Winfield. All right. Two Hall of Famers. One Octo- very famous. October 4th, <laughs> Tony LaRussa, Hall of Fame manager. Drunk. The 6th of October, Oil Can Boyd. Oil Can. Where is he today? What, is he still with us? You he's know what he's alive? famous for saying? No. When they, they got fogged out of a game uh, uh, on Lake uh, Lake Erie with, at, in Cleveland, the game was fogged out because fog rolled in, you couldn't see. And a- after the game, uh, uh, Oil Can says, that's what they get for building the ballpark next to the ocean. <laughs> he, he had an all-time legendary interview with Dennis and Callie. <laughs> yeah, he was a nut. Oh, my God, he was fucking nut. crazy. Uh, October 7th, Mookie Betts. You ever hear of him? Oh, yeah. Pretty good player. October 12th, Joe Cronin, Hall of Famer. His number's retired at Fenway, number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13th of October, Eddie Matthews. By the way, he's the answer to a trivia question. Do you know what that trivia question is? Third baseman for the Braves. What's the crux? For the Braves in Boston, Milwaukee, and Atlanta. Ah. The only guy to play for all three teams. Uh, so that's Eddie Matthews, 500 career home runs. Eddie Yost, known as the walking man, led the league and walked six times. He's still walking around, I think, up in heaven somewhere. Trevor Hoffman, he's in the Hall of Fame, right? I uh, should be. I mean, he had the all-time lead in saves at one point 15th, before Mariano Rivera broke it. Uh, 14th of uh, October, Al Oliver, who I had dinner with. Random. Did he, he gave, did he give up uh, Hank Aaron's record-breaking home run? No. Who was that? It was Al Downing. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Al Oliver's a hitter. Played for the Pirates. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Tommy Harper, Al Oliver. I, they random, I randomly had dinner with Al Oliver when he was with the Texas Rangers. It was so odd. His, his, uh, his brother-in-law worked for me at a radio station. It was just very weird. Uh, <laughs> 15th of October, the aforementioned Jim Palmer. There he is. Uh, 16th of October, Bryce Harper. How, it's in how, the World Series now. How re- relevant is that? 
Uh, the 19th of October, Mordecai Three Finger Brown. You know what he did in the offseason? No. He was a uh, proctologist. Three three finger brown. He was. I had a feeling this was going. <laughs> yeah. was going somewhere. Yeah. The only better proctologist in baseball history is Albert Pujols. <laughs> oh, uh, Keith Folk was born on the nineteenth of October as well, and you know he had the last out of the two thousand four. You know, so these are all relative to 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 baseball history. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Twentieth of October, Mickey Mantle, Juan Matashal, and Keith Hernandez. 20, by the one day after Mickey Mantle's birthday is Whitey Ford's birthday. What are the chances of that? His best friend, drinking partner, Yankee uh, lefty. 22nd, Jimmy Fox, Ichiro. Oh, I love Ichiro. And how about Wilbur Wood from Belmont, Massachusetts? Wilbur Wood. 380 innings in one season he pitched. Uh, the 24th of October, two Raphaels. Can you name them? Devers? Yes. For call. Yes. Bingo. Which one's better? Uh, Devers. Tw- Twenty third. Uh, I didn't mention Jim Bunning. Twenty fifth. Pedro Martinez. Today's his birthday. Well, yeah, today. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Pedro. Feliz cumpleaños, amigo. <laughs> Juan Soto is born on the twenty fifth. Smokey Joe Wood. He won thirty four games for the Red Sox one year. Nineteen thirty eight. Eight. Nineteen oh eight or, or nineteen. No, no nineteen eight. Look it up. I think it was in the teens. I think it was in the teens. Uh, Ralph Kiner was born on the 27th. Bobby Thompson was the 25th. Okay. And Fred McGriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. What, was it? what year was he it? He won 35 in 1912. 1912. 35 games. 35 and 8? Oh, no. He went 34 and 5, but he threw 35 complete games. He lost one. Lost one of his complete games. Magic going 34 and 5? It's like, hello. Uh, it's fun to talk baseball in October, even though the Red Sox are not in it. Uh, the Red Sox are no part of it. Yeah, but he, he, they're kind of connected to it because Dombrowski and Schwarber are in Philly. They're going to the World Series, particularly Dombrowski, because they were poo-pooing him like, yeah. oh, he ruined the farm system. They were saying, that Dombrowski. <laughs> like, who gives a shit about the farm system? It's all about winning at the major league level, and he brought you a World Series. That's the whole point. Well, I don't think his credentials will ever be questioned again, but, you know, Reno Red Sox are struggling. They, they were struggling to be in last place. They had to, they had to climb up to be in last place. <laughs> it's uh, awful. I have some news for you. Did you say news? I did. I said news, oh. Smitty. <laughs> I'm Ted Koppel. <laughs> An Instagram model is uh, <clears throat> claiming her body is, quote, too dangerous for the Internet after experiencing backlash over her, quote, naturally perfect looks. Okay, let me look this up. What's At least she doesn't think she's naturally perfect. Her R-A-J-E-K, Rajek, Veronica Rajek. Vicky. The Slovakian influencer, 26-year-old Veronika Rajek, said her perfect figure and good looks make people, quote, jealous online. Jelly. Or maybe she said jealous, <laughs> resulting in body shame. I'll try to do her voice here. Okay, go ahead. These days you see a lot of overweight or even obese women online talking about body positivity. But when a beautiful, tall woman like me wants to be positive in her own skin, people want to attack me and call me privileged. 
<laughs> Play the stinger to get out of that. That was good. Uh, spell her name for the audience. They'll want to uh, do a Google Veronica. Search v- themselves. V-E-R-O-N-I-K-A Rajek. R-A-J-E-K. There you go. She, uh, she wasn't lying. She's just like, it's the magic of Rajek. And how old is she? It's tragic, but the magic. She's old enough, Bill. All right. Okay. She's old enough. I want to make sure, Ben. Goran Dragic. Anyway, she says they're naturally jealous. Uh, they're, nat- they're they're jealous of my naturally fit body. Some people are even reporting my Instagram account because they're offended by my slim look, and I'm losing out on money and work because of it. I'll give you some work. <laughs> oh man! No, I'm serious. I'll put her to work. I got a job for you. Do you type? Can you do stenography? Oh boy! Maybe clean up a little after the office hours are over here, sweetheart. <laughs> I got work for you. You'd be a great boss. By the way, th- put this on. <laughs> oh, man. Before I leave. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yes, it's tragic that Rajik has such magic. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, now, uh, here's my next news story. Oh, there's news. More news. Yeah, I one. <laughs> and now the news with uh, Mike Adams. Take it away, Mike. I'm Ted Kump. Oh. The post... Kanye West. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I, I misread this. Start again. All right, take two. Why do you have to put pictures, <laughs> pictures of big fat wrestlers on my screen over here? I can't even concentrate. And now the news with Mike Adams. Kanye West lost $1.5 billion in a matter of weeks and is no longer a billionaire, according to this report on Consequence, which I guess is a website. Yeah. Kanye West has talked himself out of more than $1.5 billion, according to Forbes magazine, after weeks of bigoted comments caused Adidas to terminate their partnership. Yay, as he's known legally now, began the year with this guy. I mean, i got to tell you, he's so, like, uh, polar. Yep. And he, they're, they're beating him to death now. Just every mistake he makes now. Well, is just... And he's making a lot of mistakes. He is. You know, he's yep. making pretty much every day. And I don't know if he's trying to do this. Because Kim Kardashian can go on and say, Oh, uh, I think my eyebrows look good today. And a million people view it and they go, Yeah, Kim, they look really great. But when Kanye goes on there now, it's like, Oh, he's, he's being anti-Semitic. Or, you know. Anyway, he's lost a lot of his money. Mm. Uh, aborted fashion rollouts, uh, the release of Donda 2, whatever that is. Do you know what that is? Album. <laughs> yeah, Donda, that was, that was well, Don, Donda was uh, that oh, Donda his one? most previous album, okay. I believe. I, mean, what does that I stopped mean? listening to his music about 15 years ago. Yeah, which was probably right. He wore that White Lives Matter shirt, which you know I don't disagree with. Yeah. I think all lives matter. But then again, I know See, what he was what, doing. What, what, what was was he criticizing the Black Lives Matter yeah, movement? He was, he was, like the, yes. the, the, the organization? Yeah. yeah. Sticking yeah, a yeah. finger and, in, and in their they eye. Deserve, they deserve a lot the of The organization criticism. certainly does. Yeah. Uh, Forbes estimated the Adidas partnership was worth about $1.5 billion to yay. His current net worth is down to $400 million, and I, for one, feel <laughs> awful for the guy. <laughs> you know, but he's making his own bed, and now he's got to sleep on it. Uh, I have one more news story if you want it. Jeez. And now the news and now the- <laughs> Mike Adams. Take it away, Mike. How long has this podcast been already? Uh, this is uh, eight minutes. Only eight? Yeah. God, geez. Time flies. Uh, so much for happily ever after. <laughs> That's how the, the news anchors always lead with a, some cute little line that will get you interested. And I'll pretend I'm a news anchor. Go ahead. 
Well, so much for happily ever after. <laughs> a U.K. metal detectorist triumphantly returned a long-lost wedding band to its owner, who promptly told him that she ditched it after a nasty divorce and wants it thrown back in the sea. <laughs> God, she really had some hard feelings about this guy. Steve Andrews, the operator of Jersey Lost Rings Metal Detecting. Wow, man, you got to really look to find that specialist, huh? <laughs> only rings? You only do rings? They found the ring on St. Albans Beach in Jersey. This is a U.K. story. So you, this, this is not New Jersey. Yeah. The Daily Mail reported, eager to return the token to its rightful owner, he posted a picture of it in Jersey Channel Island's Lost and Found Facebook group. And guess what? Wedding band a long way out in St. Albans Bay, he wrote. It's hallmarked for 1989. So many have been there for up to 33 years. A long shot, I know. The post got 100 shares. And then a few days later, Andrews shared the, the update. The original owner had contacted him and did not want the ring back. How about that? Didn't want it. Andrews explained, she threw the ring away after a bad divorce and asked him to dispose of it again. He says, I'll pop it. I'll pop it. I'm back when I'm next down there. That's what he told the, the Facebook group. He <laughs> said it good. just like that, yeah, too. I... Um, <laughs> he's, he's, but he's good at this. He's, he's also found rings in the past from people who did want them back. Mm. Now, I lost my first wedding ring. I got married the first time in 1975 when I was just a young guy. Idiot. And I, <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> no, I don't have any regrets. I, I went on a... Uh, Sunfish thing on a lake in Cape Cod. Yeah, and and you know, cold water shrinks all of your appendages. Appendages. So where were you wearing this ring? I was out on, on a, a sail. <laughs> I was on a sail, a sunfish, and the the wind turned and the 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 oh, thing. Oh, the wind did it. No, the wind turned the uh, sail and the bar hit me, knocked me in the water. Oh, that happened to me. The jib, not the same day, because I would have noticed. No. Uh, it happened. The jib t- swung out, hit me, knocked me in the water. And when I came up, the, the ring, my wedding ring, and I'd been married for like three months, was gone. Now, so we dove the, down a million times. It was real deep. And know, was, doesn't this sound like the excuse he gave his wife when she asked, Where, where's your wedding ring? You know, I left it. It fell off. Uh, I was out at sea. Uh, I left it at Marsha's house. And then I went diving for it I, over and over again. I, honey, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I yeah, I went diving for it over and over <laughs> yeah. again. I couldn't find and, it. And when did you pierce your nose? Uh, on the way back. So, anyway, isn't that weird? I should have called that guy. If I'd known that guy, I would have had him come over from England See that? to Cape Cod, yeah. found my wedding ring, and put it back on. And life That's, would have been great. That guy has a great job. I wonder where he found a job like that. You know, I don't. I don't know if I've told you even close to enough about Dr. Robert Leonard. Have I even mentioned Dr. Robert? No. Leonard? You know, here's the nice thing about the, when you and I worked together. <laughs> I knew you before you went to Dr. Leonard. Yeah. And uh, then you were ugly, talk- ugly man. And you were talking about I was I'm going to go to facially Dr. handsome, but my my top of my head was shiny. Hey, you could see it from space. So all of a sudden. And you, you know because you, you've been to space. You mentioned you're going to go see Dr. Leonard. And I thought, about you, okay. And, there, and all of a sudden. Yep. Like six months later, it's things yep. start. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like a year later, and now look at you. The very best there is in permanent hair restoration. Like and Robert the, Redford. I'm saying this to you folks because there, there's some, I know there are some people who listen to this. I've looked at our demos. and Some of the people listening to our program here are, 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 are older, balding guys. You're kidding me. So what you want to do is call 1-800-GET-HAIR, make a no-obligation appointment for an assessment. 
uh, from the experts. And, the, and when I say experts, you talk to anybody who's on TV or, or a sports figure who's from New England, and that's who they go to to get their hair permanently fixed. And the proof Dr. is Matthew right there. Just Lepresti. look at them. They look great. They do. Yep. Check them all out on the website. Go to HairDR.com. My, my hair doctor, Dr. Robert Leonard, with five offices throughout New England. The very best there is, and there's no question about it, and you want to fight about it, come over down here and I'll, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll convince you. The very best there is. Hey, by the way, there's one other thing I didn't mention. What's that? Actually, there's several. There's two things you haven't mentioned. <laughs> silly. What have you been doing? How do you stay in touch with all these people that you're uh, that surround you in your life? I, call, I do just like you do. I yep. text them. You do. Okay. So I had a bad weekend. I'm going to tell you how bad I had a weekend from a betting perspective. Because, you know, the bet online is at AG. an awful weekend in the NFL. Oh, my God. Brutal. I got his hammer. Zappy crushed me. That's one thing. You know, but the Celtics against the Bulls. What are you kidding me? Yeah. That's pathetic. That was a terrible showing by them last night. And I thought, well, you know, I even teased it down. I was like, oh, four and a half points. <laughs> Come on, man. That's crazy. So I'm, I'm looking to rebound big time this coming weekend. I'm going to make, instead of doing parlays and multiple things like I usually do, I'm going to do a, uh, like a two-bet thing and make sure that they're dead possible uh positively going to win so if you're, if you're going to bet on celtics games at least early in the season my recommendation to you would be look at their opponent and how good they are rebounding because those are like what you saw in chicago okay but those are I, the teams did, they're going to have trouble did I with ask until... you for advice <laughs> you just gave no, me a I'm story serious. about how you were a giant loser i was and i'm I trying was. to help well you and you want to attack me no i'm not no. attacking you i'm Ridicu- telling you bill I'm, this I know. is ridiculous. I'm trying to help no. him. I'm trying to make him more money on BetOnline.ag. I asked you a question. That's all. I just said, did I ask? Oh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know, you I'm not going to tell you anymore. You know, Mike, anyway. you implied. You, lately, you, you notice there's a change in his attitude. Unbelievable. I know. No, come on. Scotty lost the anger. Go to BetOnline.ag. I'm using up my, my welcome bonus because I had a... <laughs> I'm using it up with bad bets. So maybe I'll call you, Ben, before the game starts. You know, Or you know what? Even better. I'll call you 3 a.m. Morning of the game, so I can get it in there in time. That's a good idea. Great. BetOnline.ag is the, is the best uh, for your BetOnline stuff that you do <laughs> online. Uh, free contests. They have live scores. They have giveaways all season long. You got that unbelievable bonus, CLNS50. You mentioned CLNS50 in the bonus box. You get 50% of your deposit on your, your welcome bonus, and that could be a huge amount of money. So do it. You know, you put 200 in, you get a free hunge, a free hunge out of it. <laughs> Is that the and, new? And then use your head. And if you don't know what to bet on, call Ben. Yes. Here's his number. Yes. 555. <laughs> mm-hmm. BetOnline.ag. Member FDIC. 309. Not available in stores. CLNS50. We're getting toward the end of this podcast. How many minutes is it really? Seriously. 35. That's yeah. it? Yeah. I can kill two minutes right now. So, you know. That's what I, I asked you earlier. How do you stay in touch with all these people that you uh, surround yourself with? Or if you have, need to contact well, someone to help you out. Yeah? It depends. My, my Indian <laughs> friends, my Native American friends, I use smoke signals because yeah. they like that. Yeah. They're traditionalists, most of them. So I get up there, I make a little fire, and I do smoke signals with only my Native American friends. Okay. Um, they, they're big. You know what? The, in the winter, you know what they do, the, the, the Native Americans? Uh-oh. They put on extra feathers to keep their wigwam. Hey, that is that's a joke. <laughs> uh, 
So who, who was the third sponsor that Remember I forgot? Remember when I tried to lead you in with that oh, whole yeah. thing about that metal detector get finding <laughs> that great job, and I'm supposed Rick? to lead you right into the LinkedIn <laughs> ad read. <laughs> Instead, See, you're like, how, nope. Staying in touch with people. You know, <laughs> I, I called Rick Middleton today. He called me back during the podcast. What are the chances? It's so funny. He's a great guy. should have messaged him on LinkedIn. <laughs> Speaking of LinkedIn... <laughs> These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. <laughs> you you want to be such a dick. I know. Do you want to be one hundred percent certain, seriously, that you have access to the best qualified candidates available? Well, here's I'm here's I'm going to help you out with that. And you find the good ones in a hurry. You check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster, and for free. Did I say it's free? You did. It's free. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people. I'll repeat myself. Oh, this is what Biden does. When Biden wants to make a point, he says it twice. Say it he, like he Joe says, Biden. Says, let he, me say uh, that again. <laughs> let's hear your Joe Biden impression. No, I, I don't do a Joe Biden impression. Really? You don't? Yeah. Oh. No. Well, you're gonna, you'd have to put the microphone a lot closer to my depends. Come on, man. Anyway, uh, LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people. <laughs> Did I tell you? For the for your faster and free. Yes. Uh you put your job on there, and you, and then you, you, you it's hit the, super easy. There's a purple. It's, it's super yeah, fast. Yeah, there's a purple thing. It's hiring. Yeah. You want do, you want, do, do you want me to help you out yeah, here? Yeah, just do the fucking uh, You just add your job, the purple hiring frame, to your LinkedIn profile. Click on Spread that. Spread the word that you're hiring like we're soon going to be doing. So you click on show. that? You <laughs> click on that. There's simple tools like screening questions. Make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview. Where, where do you click? Hire that purple hiring frame. Oh yeah, the one that says hiring. Yeah, you click it's purple. On that? Remember, it's purple. So you just click on it. If you're p- colorblind, it says hiring. Hashtag hiring. <laughs> uh, that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering one. quality hires yep. versus the leading competitors. Trust me, those other places you know, suck. My, my LinkedIn page had a, a, a purple firing button. <laughs> LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Mikey. That's LinkedIn.com slash Mikey to post your job for free. You didn't tell me. Terms and conditions apply. If they put my name on it, we have to get results with this or else they'll think we suck. Ben, that was a very good uh, professional read of that commercial. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) I learned. I'm tired already. I learned from you. Unlike Mikey who botched it. Botched it. Shit. I didn't even. I didn't touch it. <laughs> never mind botching it. Uh, you ever play bocce, by the way? Yeah. 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 I never have. Oh, you'll love what? it. What? No, and I came from a mostly Italian neighborhood. I was neighborhood. just going to say, you know yeah. a lot of Italians. I didn't play bocce. It was because to me, I, was, I said, this isn't like as good as bowling. Uh, uh, bocce's fun when a it's lot a, of like a tracks lazy Italians. Sunday afternoon, have some wine. And- All you could hear in the neighborhood, you know, when they had a neighborhood picnic was Sinatra and Dean Martin. Uh, I love that stuff. And. Uh, What's his Terry name? Terry Cuomo. Uh, John Fiore. Tony Bennett. You know, it was <laughs> <John> like <Fiore. laughs> Jerry Vale. You know, uh, I said, this is like, this music sucks. Oh, man. That's that's <laughs> home for me. That's, that's great stuff. I think of pasta. Some of it's good. Good sauce. You know, th- I like the Sinatra mostly. You're not Italian, are not you? Not gravy. Well, I've been around a lot of Italians. Smith. You know who's Italian? Uh, Dino. De, uh, Dino. Dino. Dion DeMucci. Well, there you go. He's a wanderer. He he was one of the. Uh, He's the kind of guy that likes to get around. He was one of the Belmonts. Never in one place. <laughs> Goes from town. Goes from but, town. And then he had that late hit with Abraham Martin and John. Yes, that's right. You remember that one yeah. mm-hmm. about Jack Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, Mar- Mar- Martin Luther King? Remember that yeah. one? Anybody Run around Sue. Mm-hmm. So good. We have that to talk about next week and the uh, the <laughs> Nolan Ryan special. 
Well, that's that right. You guys are both going to we'll, watch, we'll watch our, that. Our homework. In okay. the meantime, why don't we bring Joe and Jerry in here for a big musical close to the show? Can we get them in here? Ready? Let's go. Little classic Mark Knopfler here. Dire Straits. Love Dire Straits. Hey, Joe, look at them yo-yos. That's the way to do it. You play your guitar on the MTV. Okay. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. It's your money for nothing and your chicks for free. Okay. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Let me tell you, them, them guys, guys ain't dumb. Maybe get a blister on your little finger. Or maybe get a, a blister, blister on, on your, your thumb. thumb. Install some microwave ovens, true. Custom kitchen deliveries. We got, got to, to move those refrigerators. We got to move these color TVs. Homo, hey. the earring and the makeup. Hey! Yeah, buddy, that's his own hair. You can't say that, true. The little queer got his own jet airplane. That's not PC. That little pussy. Get, get it together. Microwave ovens, follow me here. Custom kitchen deliveries. We, we got, got to move these refrigerators, Joe. We got, got to move these color TVs. Good job, true. You're getting there. Ula Momba. Huh? I said Ula Momba. Ula Momba. Read my lips. Got to install microwave ovens. Custom kitchen deliveries, Joe. He's to move refrigerators. Got to move these color TVs. That's right, I got it, I got it, true.